Oh my God. It's like we're on time or something. Hey, look at us. Ah, just wait for the, no, no, don't look at us. <laughs> what, what are you doing? Why are you? Oh, okay. There you go. It's not, it's not working for me. <laughs> no, nah, I'm like, why do you keep playing the six second video? <laughs> Cause I'm a creep. Guess who's back today, Carl? Oh, I hope it's Tucker Dixon. Certainly is. Way to hear this. Uh, this fucking thing he said. <laughs> oh, good. Hey, everyone. Are you sick of your wine and crime type podcast? Well, I got good news for you. This is a creep off where you got two bros drinking beers and talking about brutal murder. And since this podcast is so manly, what we do is we have a competition here. Yeah, you get to go over to the subreddit and vote for whoever brought in the biggest creep. After taking five L's, the loser has to spit the consequences. Which includes funny consequences, such as wearing Crocs at a live show. Or not listening to Andrew Tate while you work out at the gym. Bummer. Last week was wild card week. Hell and this has been a woman who forgot how to use trash bag mm. and decided to throw out her trash in her purse. Oh, no. Killer Carl taught us the importance of commas when you have the sentence, let's eat grandma. Anyways, that's all I got this week. Tucker out. Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Creepos, welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. I'm your host, my name is Vinny, and joining me today, as always, that is one big pile of shit. It's Carla. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? So good to be back in the studio with you for another episode of the Creep Off, and I'm very thankful Tucker Dixon is back. Wow, that that really smacked of effort, didn't it? Holy shit! I am a, a proud. A proud guy just standing there watching him really come out of the gate and execute after being off for a couple of weeks. Tucker, we're doubling your salary. Well done, buddy. Congratulations on that. Way to go, pal. So I'm excited to be here, except for the fact that the results of last week were rigged. This oh, I don't think that's true. This I don't think that's true at all. Bullshit. Nope. The results. What were the results? Did you got that for us? Can I pop can't up pop it up, but I could sh- I could tell you that you, according to Reddit, which I'm an expert in now. Uh, apparently, I'm yep. an expert. Uh, says you won. <laughs> yeah, apparently, I am the one surfing the subreddit. I hope you're happy. I am happy. It's nice to get a victory. It's been a little while. Well, Thanks, it's nice. Guys. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say thank you, everybody. It was tight. I think you won by like seven votes, something like that. It wasn't. Well, we can look it up. And that's fine. Yeah. 
It was seven votes. I looked up, and that's fine. Okay. To those seven people, go fuck yourselves. But it Which is seven good. Was it though? Um, the worst seven. Uh, Whatever seven are at the bottom of my list. That's them. That's them. Uh, I'm sorry. What was that? Oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. I just want to say, though, it's good that you got a victory because yes. it keeps you playing the game. That's correct. You're like the gambler who's just so close to quitting because he keeps losing. But then he got those couple extra quarters of the slots and he's still on board. That's how gambling works, my friend. Hey, um. This is our first show of March. I don't know if you know this about March, but uh, it is Super Chat Month Whoa! here on the Creep Off. Whoa! That means all month long, we'll be reading your Super Chats, including this one from Fisker Whisker that says, elections are safe and effective, Vinny. I think he meant effective. Yeah, well, I disagree this week. Yep. No, I think that, I think that was a legit... Uh, vote this time. All right. It's been a while enough. since that's happened in this country, but I think this time it was legit. Well, congratulations, Carl. You got one on me, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Um, this week, our our category was picked by our good friend, Alex. Yes. I said to him, what would you like to see more of on the creep off? After all, you are the Oracle, and apparently we're playing just for you, pal. And he goes, I like it when you do the years. Mm. And I said, okay, well, we're doing episode 50 or 155 this week. So we decided we were going to visit the year 1955. We're going back to the future, Carl. Got to go back in time to 19, 1955 shitty guitar riff. Um, weird year, Carl. Yeah. Weird year. Right. I agree. Um, I guess you won. So you get to go first. And uh, my presentation today, I want to uh, present this to all my fellow MAGAs out there, because 1955 was when America, we had just come in and conquered the Germans and the Japanese and kind of the Italians, too, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. But we were still celebrating a huge W from WW2. We're riding high. The economy's going great. And... We had this thing called the uh, Jim Crow laws down oh, in the South. No. I want to present to you Roy Bryant. Oh, no. Roy Bryant and his half-brother, J.W. Millam. And uh, this is a story of one Emmett Till. Emmett Till grew up in a working-class neighborhood on the south side of Chicago. And though he had attended a segregated elementary school, he was not prepared for the level of segregation he encountered in Mississippi in August of 1955. He took a trip to Money, Mississippi to visit family. His uncle and his cousins are down there. Boy, was he surprised at the misleading title, the name of that town. Yep. On August 24th, while standing with his cousins and some friends outside of a country store, he bragged that he had a white girlfriend back at home. And they went, oh, come on. You can't. Oh, not, boy. You're not dating a white girl. And so they decided to dare him. They're like, okay, if you're, if you're dating a white girl, why don't you go in and ask the white woman who's working at this store? out on a date she says fine you know this this kid's 14 he's got all this confidence he goes in bought some candy on the way out he was heard by his friend saying bye baby to the woman now carolyn bryant is the woman behind the counter in here she's the only other person in the store when this happened and she later claimed that he grabbed her made lewd advances and wolf whistled at her as he left you know i actually have the audio from her brother after he heard him say hey baby you my friend, 
have committed a crime. Yes. You, my. <laughs> yeah. Roy, Roy Bryant is the, uh, the owner of this club and happens to be Carolyn's husband. He was away on business, but came back a couple days after this incident occurred and heard about how Emmett had allegedly spoken to his wife and he was not happy about it. Vinny, he was not happy. So he decided, he decided to go to the home of Emmett's great uncle, most right with his half brother, JW Millam at two 30 AM on August 28th. They forced uh, Emmett into their car. Oh no. After beating Emmett in a tool house behind Millam's residence, they drove him down to the Tallahatchie River. They forced Emmett to carry a 75-pound cotton gin fan to the bank of the river and then ordered him to take it off his clothes. The two men then beat him nearly to death, gouged out his eye, shot him in the head, and then threw his body tied to the cotton gin fan with barbed wire into the river. Three days later, his I, corpse was recovered. Uh, when they found it, they were like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty gruesome scene. Three days later, his corpse was recovered, but it was so disfigured that the only way his uncle was able to identify him was by a piece of jewelry he was wearing. They couldn't even recognize this kid. Authorities wanted to bury the uh, body quickly, but Emmett Till's mother requested it be sent back to Chicago. They just wanted to get rid of the evidence here and get this over with. After seeing the mutilated oh, remains, man, this his, story's so bad. His mother decided <laughs> to have an open oh. casket funeral so that all the world could see what racist murderers had done to her only son. Jet, an African American weekly magazine, published a photo of Emmett's corpse, and soon the mainstream media picked up on the story. Less than two weeks after Emmett's body was buried, Millam and Bryant went on trial in a segregated courthouse in Sumner, Mississippi. Woo! There were few witnesses besides most right who positively identified the defendants as Emmett's killers. Now, remember he was the one who was home with Emmett when they abducted him from the house. Right. So he knows who they were. So he has reason to lie. So in the courtroom uh, at the trial, at the trial of Till's killers, Carolyn Bryant claimed that Till grabbed her, followed her and even sexual and used sexually crass language to harass her. So she wanted to make it be known that this kid was up to no good. On September 23rd, the, oh God, things got done quickly back then. On September 23rd, the all white jury deliberated for less than an hour before issuing a verdict of not guilty. Explaining that they oh, believed no. the state failed to prove the identity of the body. People all over the U.S. were outraged by the decision and also by the state's decision not to indict Milliman Bryant on the charge of kidnapping. Why wasn't that part of this? They kidnapped the guy. Whether anyone saw them kill him or not. He tied himself up to that propeller. And yeah, it was his choice to use barbed wire. We thought that would be uncomfortable, but that was his thing. In 2017, so that was 55. Fast forward, 2017. Tim Tyson, author of the book, The Blood of Emmett Till, revealed that Carolyn Bryant recanted her testimony, admitting that Emma had never touched, threatened, or harassed her. She said nothing that boy did could ever justify what happened to him. In 2022, a grand jury, she's still alive, a grand jury in Mississippi declined to indict Bryant for her role in the crime from nearly 70 years earlier. So really? they were considering bringing her back in for lying 70 years later. And this is the worst part about this whole thing. In March of 2022, a year ago today, or this month, I guess, <laughs> President Joe Biden signed the Emmett Till Anti-Litching Act anti-lynching act into law making lynching a federal hate crime 
because before that lynching was totally legal and fine. Thank God for Joe Biden to come in and sign that into Seems law. Seems like something Obama would have done a while back. You, you would think so, but I guess Biden needed a W that day and decided to go ahead and sign that. Like, oh, good. We're finally going to get rid of this lynching thing I've been hearing all about. In the South, that's what they're up to all the time. He was like, Lynchin, let's sign right here. <laughs> so uh, that is my creep that is uh, Roy Bryant, his half-brother, J.W. Millam, and hell, we'll throw in uh, Carolyn Bryant for lying as well and getting this kid, this 14-year-old innocent boy, murdered in a gruesome and horrific and racist way. Vinny, what do you got for us, buddy? Well, Carl, a while back when we did our live show. Yes. We did the category creepiest Carl and creepiest Vinny. Mm -hmm. And I had a runner up who committed a crime. It just so happens to have been in 1955. That is so absolutely disgusting and heinous. I don't know where to start. But uh, <laughs> hold on a second. Tyler, Tyler Barton just saw this bold move bringing Emmett Till as your creep this week, Carl. <laughs> no, I don't think you understood the presentation. It wasn't Emmett, it wasn't Emmett Till. It's my creep. No, vote Bryant. for Carl and Emmett Till this week if you're a real piece of <laughs> Alex, shit. Alex, if you're putting up the poll, let's make sure we get the right creep up there, please. <laughs> now, funny thing is, this guy actually has the same name as you. Yeah. But uh, it's flipped backwards. His name is Siegfried Carl Cast. Okay. Yeah, instead of Carl Siegfried Hamburger. Right. Yeah. Now, I was trying not to let my middle name slip, but all right. Yeah. All right, Ziggy. Now, Carl Cast, as he went by, left Germany for Australia. In the 40s. Now, he jumped ship from German freight Holly in Brisbane two months before the outbreak of World War II. He claimed he was fleeing the tyranny of Adolf Hitler's Nazi regime. Dude, those things were just getting started then. You're going to leave. I mean, he's leaving in the bottom of the seventh inning is what he's doing. It's a tie ball game. What's yeah, going on? To Where go to going? Australia. Where are you going, buddy? Yeah, that'll work <laughs> out well. As you'll find out, it'll come to work out well for him. Okay. He spent the next decade working an array of odd jobs. He bounced around a lot and was apparently not well liked mm. and was a shitty worker. Okay. I imagine he smiled, talked a lot, probably talked back to the to his bosses. Yeah. His smile probably didn't look great. No, it did not. <laughs> I guarantee you that. Now, he ended up working for this mining company in Cairns. Now, one day he falls into a trench because he's oh, not paying let's attention. Let's not talk about miners on this show. That's all we do is talk about miners. Come on. <laughs> now. He falls into this trench onto a hard steel pipe. Okay. The guy's 30 years old at this point. He starts to make claims about severe back pain and he visits local doctors. Now it turns out back then in Australia, there was unemployment insurance. Really? Yeah. And because he was there long enough, he was a naturalized citizen. So he got paid for the time he took off from this mine, nursing this back injury. He goes to the doctor's. And he says to the doctors, he's like, my back is so terrible. I can't lift up my arms. My my toes are falling off. He told them his toes were falling off. They turned black and green and were falling off. Just, I mean, all, are all of you fucking alike? Stop it. This is what he's telling the doctors. And the doctors Stop give him an it. examination. And they're like, dude, your feet are fine. You could lift your arms up fine. I don't know what you're fucking complaining about here. Mm -hmm. And he was like, ah, my back. So there's a lot of dispute as to whether or not this Carl was trying to pull a, uh, a workforce injury con. Shit. Exactly. So Carl <laughs> is going bouncing around to a bunch of different doctors trying to get them all to back him up because what he is requesting from his employer 
is a full pension for the rest of his life. I think that's fair. So that he never has to go back to work. His back is sore, Vinny. His toes are falling off. I think that's fair. Yeah, because that's how that works, Carl. That's fair. Well, he goes to visit a well-respected and sympathetic to his pain orthopedic surgeon by the name of Dr. Arthur Vincent Meehan. Oh, interesting. All right. Yeah. Now, Carol's buddy Vinny over yeah, there. Yeah, Dr. Vinny. Yep. Dr. Vinny's like, he concludes that the pain that he was suffering was all in his mind. He's like, listen, man, I'm trying to help you here, but this is all psychosomatic. And he's like, not my back and my toes are not falling off. He's like, no, your toes are right here, you lunatic. Yeah. You know, there's Vinny talking sense to a fucking crazy person. Sure. Now, it's like when Sal Governelli lost his penis. Yeah. It reminds me of that. My toes are gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, Carl, he's being hassled by the company because they're like, come back to work and he's refusing to work. And there's a lot of pressure building on him because he's losing his support. He lives in this house with these people and he's like a boarder at this house. Right. Okay. And the people who were, who lived there with him, uh, a mother and her son all told the cops later that all this guy did was talk about how pissed he was at Dr. Vinny and all these other doctors yeah. for fucking not giving him this pension for life. Yeah. They've pretty, ruined him. It is pretty fucked up. I'm on Carl's side on this one. Yeah. That people should just be getting free lifetime assistance for make ups. That's your on there. Vote Carl this week, everybody. Real libertarian over hey, here. Do I look like I want to have a nine to five job? You don't. I don't. You work like 10 to 10 every day. It that, feels like. That's right. I work from 10 to 10, 10. That's why. I'm siding with Carl on this one, but keep going. Let's see what else is going on here. Well, let's get to the atrocity, shall we? On December 1st, 1955, bearing a 38 caliber revolver and a satchel containing 12 pipe bombs that he made in his bedroom at the house, mm -hmm. he went to the Brisbane Criminal Investigation Branch of the police department and dropped off a brown paper parcel, which in it was a uh, basically a kill list naming four doctors that uh, would not treat him or take care of him. And he explained that he was not able to find any justice anywhere and that these four doctors will be brought to, quote, oblivion. Now, is this against the law in Australia at this time? No, I'm sure it's fine. Okay. Yeah, just writing stuff down. So either way, he says, I did not receive justice anywhere. He drops off all this paperwork to the cops. And he walks down to the offices of Dr. Vinny, walks in and shoots him in the head. Then he shoots another doctor, Michael Joseph Gallagher. And Mr. Gallagher gets shot, but he doesn't die. He gets hit and he's wait, okay. Wait, wait, hold on a second. What happened to Vinny again? Shot in the head, dead. Aww. He's a piece of garbage. Fuck you, Carl. <laughs> so during this time, these guys are all dead. People are running around screaming. He lights a pipe bomb in the lobby, right? Uh -huh. And this thing is like got a fuse on it. And this gentleman who's a horse trainer, his this guy's name is George Boland, walks up to this thing and he's trying to get the fuse out. He's above the thing, stomping on it. He's throwing it up in the air. He's trying to pitch off the, the flame. And There go his hands. Oh there go George Boland's hands. All right. He can still play offensive line in the NFL, though, right? Blown clean the fuck up. I want to show you a, uh, a picture. Hold on. This is uh, the office after one of the pipe bombs went off. This is a fun picture, Carl. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> he, he knows how he, to make a bomb, this guy. He had 12 of them. Carl knows how to make a bomb. Good for him. He certainly does. So he goes to find the other doctors. He goes, one of them is with a patient. He walks into the room and the doctor says, quote, hi, what's the meaning of this? He's Australian. Sure. Shoots him in the leg, shoots him in the shoulder, shoots him in the, in the what he thinks is the head, but it missed him. This guy survives as well. Leaves another couple of pipe bombs at that office. Fucking blowing up everywhere he goes. Shit. And then he goes down to the offices of this, the last doctor on his list uh, at a place called Ballow Chambers, which is around the corner. He shoots Dr. Andrew Murray and kills him, but then tries to go get another doctor named Dr. John Lance, who escaped. Now, so all this, these lying doctors are finally being put in their place, is what you're saying. Okay. I'm okay with this so far. What does Carol do wrong? You got to tell me the creep part. Well, he was blew up the poor horse trainer's fucking hands. Yeah, well, that guy probably should have been playing with He was bomb. trying to save everybody. He should have been playing with that bomb. I, my mom used to tell me, no ball in the house and don't play with bombs. Yeah, that's a pretty good lesson for pretty Mrs. Lesson. Hamburger. Yeah. Now, <laughs> following the rampage, Carl locked himself in the, in the uh, office of Dr. Lance, and he shot himself. But again, he so, did not kill himself. Oh, no. Okay, I was going to say, no more work for him then. Then he shoots off another bomb to try to kill himself because he's not dying for that. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> I'll bleed out eventually. And he still didn't die after the explosion. Oh, no. He was just a charred, fucked up, shriveled mess. Oh, boy. And he ended up dying like a day later in oh. the hospital. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, there's that justice. So, this guy murdered like five people, blew off a guy's hand, murdered a bunch of like well respected doctors at a place where they needed doctors. Not a good guy. Also, he could have a pension for life on an insurance scam. Major crimes. Shit. Love it. That's so much. I'm so sorry. This um, political animal 87 in our subreddit recommended that we grab Clay Davis from the wire saying, Shit. I say it all the time. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Shit, partner. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. So that is my creep this week. His name is Carl. You all know what to do. You know what to do. All right, yeah. Go to our subreddit and vote there. I believe our website is still down. Is that Don't right? interrupt me, cunt! That's right, folks. Go to our subreddit and vote for me. <laughs> our, our website is still down, yes. Um, What's going on with that? Should we, so should my we have a meeting not on the air about it? Or? I can tell you what's happening. Please do. My guy who's working out is doing it at a very, very slow pace. Okay. Is so. that everything's gone, though? We lost everything? No, he's trying to get the retrieval great key from somebody else and he's the person who owns the server slow getting back to him and i'm in the loop but i have not seen a lot of movement this person who owns this server are they aware that this is the website for the creep off the number one true crime show on the internet are they aware of this it's part of the problem oh well Vinny, that's a pretty good segue into a little segment i like to do called creep that's right this is the segment where we prove that we're the number one true crime show on the internet and the way that we do that Vinny, how's that carl is that we show you the other true crime shows one at a time and explain to you why they suck they all suck we rule all not good it's extremely petty of us but that's okay do you know how many shows are all every true crime podcast 
this fucking week is about Alex Murdaugh. Oh, I know. Yeah, I, it's so annoying too because even on Netflix, it's like, do you want to watch Chris Rock or Alex Murdoch? It's like enough with this fucking guy. Yeah, I know. Chris Rock's just too much. It's too much. Too much. Did you watch that by the way? Have you no. seen Chris Rock yet? No. Dude, I he- watched his last special and it was like, okay, I'm no, off no, no, this no, 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 no. Is this one good? He tears Will Smith and his wife Jada new assholes and it's fan fucking test oh good watch the last 10 minutes i was what about the first 50 i don't know i haven't watched that yet but the last 10 minutes i was giving it a standing o okay because it was fantastic okay i I, you gotta say the thing about revenge dish best uh served cold he waited a year he waited a year that really let him have it and uh i was which, Very to be honest with you, is the real smart way to do it. Because not Correct. only did he get a giant payday from Netflix, mm-hmm. he got to present it however he wanted to, and no one could stop him. Yep. And and no one's saying it. that, you know, oh, he's emotional or anything like that. It's like, no, 12 months has gone by. He's going to let you know how he feels now. Okay. I it's need to fantastic. watch it All right. All right. You want me over. So we got a suggestion. And I appreciate the suggestions coming in because I don't even always know what the true crime shows out there the kids are into. But uh, on Twitter, at Henry Lumley 7. What are the drunk housewives listening to these days? Yeah, right. I, I don't always know. You know, I try to sure. keep my finger on the pulse. Sure. So Henry turned me on to a show called Small Town Dicks. Small Town Dicks. Now, I've heard of rec- this. This is a couple comics, right? Well, no, but you are going to recognize one of the hosts on here. In fact, why don't we start there? Let's meet the hosts. Hi there, I'm Yardley. I'm Dan. I'm Dave. And I'm Paul. And this is Small Town Dicks. Dave and I are identical twins and retired detectives from Small Town, USA. And I'm a veteran cold case investigator who helped catch the Golden State Killer using a revolutionary DNA tool. No one told me there was going to be boasting. That's right. Lisa Simpson is the host of a show called Small Town Dicks. There's no reason for her to be on this show. It actually has true actual detectives. People who are, who are solving crimes and then Lisa Simpson for some reason. Well, it does seem like the kind of show that Lisa Simpson would be into, though, doesn't it? I guess. Like grown up Lisa Simpson, you know, would be listening to true crime. Oh, for sure. Wine. For so sure. It makes yes. sense to me. In fact, I think that was one of the newer episodes where she gets really into a true crime podcast. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was one of the, the plots of this. Richard Lucas, five bucks. Thanks, Richard. I have been banned permanently from Reddit. What the fuck do I do now? Behave better in the future. Yeah, you create a new account. What are you talking about? What do you mean? What do you do now? Use a different email address and sign up again. But honestly, I don't know because I've never been banned from Reddit. I'm not causing problems over there. I'm just voting. I'm constantly getting in trouble on Reddit now. Yeah. Oh, I I bet. (laughs) I bet they don't like you too much. They're always like (laughs) I've been suspended like multiple times now. (laughs) That's funny. For well, twice. Yeah, twice for just posting. Hey, who wants to come and talk to us about something on subreddit surfing? Like you could no longer post here. Ah, that's so getting kicked out of subreddits. Yeah, I don't like it. All right. So, oh boy, are these folks fun and playful with each other, Vinny? You're going to love the banter and the back and forth. Well, Yardley has to have some amazing like timing and talent. Because- oh, of course. She's been uh, an actor, a voice actor for decades. You know her as Lisa Simpson. You've seen her as Lisa Simpson. You might remember her as being Lisa Simpson. So you would think that she'd be really good at this. Today on Small Town Dicks, we have the usual suspects. We have Detective Dave. I knew you were coming to me first. I was prepared. (laughs) Happy to be here. (laughs) Happy to have you. Your name's 
Jones, Lisa, shut up. So I do not like this. It's very odd because most people who voice characters change their voice, but not Yardley Smith. It's literally listening to Lisa Simpson on a podcast. Even that little laugh that yes. was. Oh, I, I know. I don't know if I don't know if like she's become Lisa Simpson or this is just who she is. But yeah, every all of her mannerisms are just a cartoon character, which kind of takes me out of it personally. I want to hear Hank Azaria's true crime show as a poo. That would be fun. I love that. I I don't think he's going to do that anytime soon. Moneymaker. It would be. All right. So she accuses one of her hosts as being a nerd and he's not having that. I bet you were actually the kid who asked for more science homework when the teacher didn't give you any. Is that true? <laughs> well, no, that's not quite true. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So this is just annoying. And I, I, I'm so annoyed with the contributions that Yardley has on the show because they're unnecessary in every single way. Uh, he was in the black market, Russian black market for selling lamps and stuff, lighting. Who knew? Yeah, who knew? Dynamite drop-in money and broadcast school has really paid off. They still have segregation in Russia. They have drop-ins like, who knew? What are you doing here? There's four people hosting the show. You heard me play that. Meet the host thing. There's only one guy telling the story, and he was involved in it. So he's telling the story, and I don't even know what the other people are on the show, what, what the point of them being there. Here's Yardley with another gem. Joshua and Marty admit believe it or not to killing vitally well that's a short episode thanks paul that was great <laughs> there you go done <laughs> no hilarious because that's just the beginning Vinny. <laughs> shut up lisa <laughs> exactly ah. exactly my point here's another example of again four people three of them adding nothing to this could you imagine being that family? Oh, my God. No, no. Right. Like, talk about jaw dropping. That's boring. You're boring, everybody. Quit boring, everyone. Could you imagine being that family? No, I couldn't. Great. Why are you here again? Are you getting paid to do this? What's happening right now? You understand I'm Lisa Simpson, yeah? Yeah, I, I guess. So this is funny because they're telling the story about a I can't guy? imagine anybody, any of like the main actors of The Simpsons, uh, like Hank Azaria is one thing. He's an actor. He's been out in Hollywood and he yeah. does other things. But like Dan Castellaneta yeah. doesn't do much. Yardley Smith doesn't do shit. Nancy Cartwright's a weirdo Scientologist. Right. These people have to be complete bores. Yes. That's what it looks like to me. Yes. Uh, Harry Shearer is cool. Harry Shears, the man. No, the man. Got no, yeah. He was in Spinal Tap. He's Fuck fine yeah. by me. Fuck yeah. So this is great because they're describing this story where these guys are partying together and the one guy's gay. The other guy passes out. So the gay guy gets on top of this guy and tries to like pull his pants off. This is um, a sexual assault is what you would call it. I, and, have, the, I have the audio tape of the uh, interrogation. Yes, I did sex them up a little bit. So this is Lisa Simpson and her own brand of victim blaming. I was actually kind of proud of her on this one. I don't think she's understanding what they're saying here. How come Joshua went from zero to 60 so fast? There are so many other alternatives like toss Vitaly off you and look him in the eye and say, hey, we're not doing this, you know? Yeah. So Lisa Simpson, because this guy hit the guy over the head with a bottle. 
Lisa Simpson says, all right, I know this guy's trying to rape him, but why not just like talk some sense into him? Why do you got to get violent over it? And the other guys are sitting there staring at her like, what, what the fuck? So they so now we know that Yardley doesn't read the scripts. Yeah, so they, they talk. <laughs> she some, just reads the lines. They decide to talk some sense into her here. What he's claiming is that Vitaly is sexually assaulting him. And so you put it in that lens. This guy feels like he's being sexually assaulted. He has a violent reaction to it to defend himself against being sexually assaulted. You leave the gender out of it. and You just say this human being sexually assaulted. What's the reaction? And he's like, I'm going to defend myself. Yes, this is a self-defense. I'm really glad you corrected me, Lisa. People are always really glad when they're corrected. So I thought that was funny that she's like, I don't know why he's reacting in this way to being raped. It's like, well, I think I think that's a fine way to react to being raped. <laughs> Fighting back is, is actually okay, dummy. Oh, and then they break into ad copy, Vinny, and they do an ad for another podcast. And we were talking about how Yardley Smith is an actor. Yep. She's been acting for a long time. Yeah. And you could tell because this dialogue is very natural. The delivery is very natural. And the ad copy is also very natural. Hi, Paul. Hi, Yardley. It's so good to see you. It's great to see you. I'm super excited. I want to tell you about this podcast I've been listening to. I know you don't listen to podcasts. I don't. I know, but you should really listen to this one. Which one is it? It's called Buried Bones. Oh. Yes. It's hosted by this fantastic woman who does the most granular research on these historic cases. Her name is Kate Winkler Dawson. And there's some guy on it with her named Paul Holes who sounds a lot like you. Well, guess what, Yardley? What? That is me. No! My head's <laughs> exploding. Who is this for, Vinny? Who finds this to be cute? Okay, I was just thinking this, and uh, not Mark Bravo. What was that slurring of her trying to read? I don't know. It's L gross. Lisa needs braces. Hey, so they're promoting this show, which I might have to check out now, is Buried Bones or whatever it is. And listen to how she tries to promote this show. Many... I almost get the sense that Yardley's being forced to do this ad and she doesn't even like the show. I love the pre-show conversation. So before you guys get into the case, Kate always kicks it off with a question about how are you or about your fish tank or about the kava. It's great. I love your show. Like when you guys talk about like how you doing today, that part's great. Like, have you ever gotten more than three minutes into the show? Obviously not. Okay. I like the, I like the way that they banter. Yeah. That's not the good part of the show. Lisa Simpson. It's not why people listen to shows. Purple Monkey Dishwasher, $5. Thank you, Purple. Uh, what did he say? Purple says, Lisa was always terrible on The Simpsons. No wonder her podcast bad. Also, hi, Vinny and Carl. See you in Philly. See you in Philly, buddy. I'm glad you're coming. That's going to be fun. Um, I was always terrible on The Simpsons. Is always terrible on The Simpsons. It's still going. Lisa is still the worst part of that show. So that is my uh, presentation for today. Small town dicks. By the way, this show is so boring. You have this one guy going through it, pretty much like explaining his job. So he's going through very detailed and very mundane and boring and doesn't know how to broadcast. I don't know why they have the show set up the way that they have it, but they're starting their 12th season next month. So watch out for the 12 season of small town dicks. Get the fuck out of here. With really? Yardley Smith. 12 seasons. Yes. 
That's terrible. Well, I mean, how many seasons have we done? Well, we've been doing, by the way, happy three-year anniversary, buddy. Three-year anniversary. You sent me that yesterday. I was like, holy shit, I've been putting up with this guy for three years. That's 36 months. You've been putting up with me longer than that. We've been doing the creep off for three years. That's, That's a good point. But uh, no, congratulations on three years. That's awesome. Yeah. We didn't even realize. Super thrilled about it. Um, are you ready for some voicemails, Carl? I am. Brought to you by the city of Syracuse. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. The Syracuse Orange Lacrosse team lost a devastating match to the Duke Blue Devils. Great. Now they're better at us in the lacrosse and throwing parties. See you in <laughs> Syracuse. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right, McBride. I see what you did there. Uh, here's an old favorite. I'll play this just to get us started. But the little dread old jingles his feet. Tickle, 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 but they taste so sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still just makes me laugh. All right, hold on. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. While you're queuing one up, I got yeah, oh, yeah. through your creeps for the Monday the twenty seventh. Uh, Carl, I would I, I I like you more than Vinny. I don't know why you're a Bills fan, which makes you a piece of shit. But I guess being a Dolphins fan is even worse. Anyways, how oh, dare uh, uh, Your creep, he killed his mother. Uh, I mean, I think we can all relate to that mm-hmm. at some point in our lives, where it's like, hey, fucking bitch. But a woman killed her own child. Anyone killing their own child, like rape and fucking whatever, that's, 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 that's fucky, but, uh, like just doing that, like, no, uh, I apologize. You suck. Bye. Wait, no, wait. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. You got it, pal. They, I agree, though. Carl should have lost. Cooking the entrails on the stove. It wasn't just a murder. There was cannibalism involved. You know my feelings about the Italians, yeah? Pay attention. Especially from Italy. They're dirty people. They're just dirty people. Whoa, Vinny. All right. Wow. Hey, I got a voicemail or two for us over here, (laughs) buddy. Just fucking around. (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to isolate that one. The the Italians are the worst. You call yourself a fucking marketer, and you cannot come up with cores for corpses. Jesus Christ, there's no help for you. You fucking cook. Yeah, we were trying to figure out what uh, Centering John's true crime show would be since he likes to drink and podcast, and every true crime show also likes to do that. Uh, I think somebody picked it last week. I think it might have been purple. Uh, cause and crime. Cause and crime. Cause for corpses is good, too. Cool. All right. Cause and crime. Here's another one. All right. Hey, Carl. Uh, suggest- it's Richard Lucas. A suggestion for uh, the creep of Creepiest trans prisoner. Mm. Creepiest trans prisoner. Because there's a ton of them trying to get into women's prison so that they can rape and wreak havoc. That's not a bad idea. All the stories would be the same, though. So? <laughs> Let's do it. At this point, if we actually do that category, we're, it's going to end up being a numbers game. Because it's like they're all just raping in there. That's true. They, I mean, they're going to really have to put a really interesting twist on it to make it good. Hey, by the way, uh, we got a message from Cardiff Electric. Oh, good. He says, don't be a creep. Watch a subreddit surfing at 8 p.m. tonight. Gosh, Curtis never uh, watching shows. I'm surprised he's even here right now. I know. I never, never see him around on the yeah, internet. Yeah, he's never around for anything. Richard Lucas says he's been here since day one, and he also left that voicemail. Thank you very much, Richard 
Lucas, I like that idea. I think we should try it. But you're you're the man, Richard. I I don't. I'm not saying no to it. I'm just saying we got to make sure we can put out some good product that day. Sure. Here's a voicemail for you, Carl. Hey, wheel of consequence idea. The winner makes the loser a sandwich. There you go. Kitchen items only. It'd be easy to do. It wouldn't be like some six-month-long not driving Gary, Indiana. Like It'd be easy to fucking do. Record yourself making a sandwich. Record the loser eating half of it. It doesn't have to be the whole thing. Fucking anything in the kitchen. Common kitchen items. It can't be like, hey, it's a meth witch. But, you know, it'd be fun. Anyhow, thank you. Fuck you. Bye. People keep rat poison in their kitchens, don't they? I do. So, um, so I'm going to pass on that. I'm one. going to pass on that one too. I don't want to eat a sandwich. That I am made. not eating a fucking pickle fucking sandwich. Yeah. From Carl. Good idea. I do have one more voicemail. Please. It's a longer one, but um, it's about Batman. Hey, Mr. Hamburger. Hey, that story uh, your little buddy said there at the creep off about the uh, Batman with Keegan Batman. Well, it actually turns out. Uh, back in the 90s, there was this case, I believe late 90s, I was in Detroit, I worked at the time, maybe actually early 2000s, there was a case of a robbery involved a Batman mask and a prostitute in a hotel, and it happened on 8 Mile, and apparently this person was, you know, molested or fucked or whatever by Batman, and he was not happy about it, <laughs> I bet, uh, I get you, the dynamic, uh, didn't leave a good taste. <laughs> you got a comment, Vinny? Fucking Joaquin Batman did it again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking Joaquin Batman. But you know what, though? Bruce Wayne was afraid of bats. And so what he said is, you know what? I'm going to overcome this fear by being Batman. Yeah. So whoever Batman fucked. In his mouth. Uh, anyways, it was a true story. I'm not sure how he got associated with Keegan, but it might have just became one of them urban legend type things. Or maybe the dude was from Waukegan. Who knows? You fucking creep off. You know how you are. You find the creepiest shit. We, that is what we do over here. We yes. do it better than anybody else. That is correct. Hey, here's a voicemail from a creep off Hall of Famer, Carl. Hey, boys. It's Jessica Yannick from Canada. Calling oh. to be your new review girl. And trust me, you don't want to say no to me, boys, because I can get a little litigious when i don't get my way but don't worry carl baby i always send nudes in fact i'm at my favorite salon right now about to prep this beautiful body for a full frontal photo shoot speaking of which i gotta go after all these balls aren't gonna wax themselves i'm talking to you poxing warm up that wax because i'm coming in hot anyhow boys thank you fuck you bye it was under 45 seconds but that was the longest 45 seconds no it was so uncomfortable uh remember when she had to staple her own clip back up oh god (laughs) (laughs) i blame kaya for introducing us to her (laughs) she sucks so bad uh, good news, Carl. We are going to meet our new review girl in just a little bit, folks. Oh, good. She's going to be joining us on today's episode in just a little bit. That is very good news. Hey, Christina Marie coming in with $5. She says the consequence should be loser goes to see podcast hitman in September during Michigan show. I want to go too. you just want to go by yourself, Chrissy. <laughs> just fucking go by yourself. 
Drag Grand. We, we don't want to go see fucking that guy. We could go visit um, podcast at Man Matt Lewinsky. You would want to do that? We could. Would you want to do that, though? No, I don't want to do it. It's She's talking about a consequence, Vinny. It's a consequence. It's not like a consequence can't be like, go to the Tigers game. I, I want to do that. They're out of town that weekend. You scheduled know, this I'm all gonna, wrong. I know. I'm going to get in early, though. Stupid. I'm going to get in earlier in the week. So all I'm right. Go. I'll go with you. I'll go with you. All right. I don't remember inviting you. I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> I'm, I'm the Zubaki. You're your trip to the Tigers game. You heard about the buffet, huh? It's a nice buffet. A Detroit-style pizza buffet? Well, I they do have that, too. Yes. There's sushi. There's steak. Pizza. All right. Last suggestion for the, for the uh, wheel today. Hey, Carl. Hey, Vinny. Uh, so last week, you all had a super chat. It was for uh, something about wearing nails. I just want to double down on that. Wheel consequence. Play them a long ass ghetto girl acrylic nails, hot pink, and then up the stakes, you either shave your face and act golf flamboyant, or you wear a furry onesie and you got to at least take one shopping trip with your wife to the grocery store. Film that shit. Act <laughs> like a goofball. Draw a lot of attention to yourself. That's my suggestion. Love you. Fuck you. Bye, bitch. But he does it anyway. That's what do you not, mean? That's not a good suggestion. I don't get fucking giant crazy nails. Vinny, Vinny does that shit anyway. It's what he does for fun. What do I do? Put on your nails and go shopping with your wife. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Act like a real asshole throughout the supermarket. My character's name is Vinay. Hey. Uh, here's a suggestion. Nazi henna face tattoo. Hard <laughs> yeah. pass. Hard pass on that <laughs> Probably one. Probably not. Uh, when it comes to the Nazis, we denounce it. Carl, I think that means it is time for us to have a scum parade. You ready for a scum parade? I am, buddy. Clean up these fuck charades that these creeps have made. Scum parade. Vinny and Carl gonna tell you about some fuck shit. Scum parade. Like stories of a kid fucked by his mom or dad. Soaking up the blood of a cat. Scum parade. You know, it's not that often that I get to start off the Scum Parade with a story from People Magazine. Oh, right. But uh, this story was interesting to me. We have a a D-list celebrity uh, update, Carl. Oh, good. Someone who really doesn't matter to show business at all, but we have an update. Police confirmed to People Magazine that Alana, Honey Boo Boo Thompson's boyfriend, Draylen Carswell, was arrested on Tuesday for DUI, fleed police, and outstanding warrants after a three-mile car chase in Georgia. He didn't cars well that day. Cause bad. Yeah, my car's bad or something. Cause not very good. <laughs> Thompson 17. Alana. Shit. Honey Boo Boo is in the front seat of the car during the chase. She was not charged with anything. She's just a witness in the case, according to the police. Now, the police confirmed that when this broke, he was running a Dodge Charger in front of a gas station on Highway 24, and the police confirmed that the owner of the car had a warrant under his name. The officer attempted to make the stop, but the vehicle sped north. So he just fucking saw the cops put their lights on it. He booked it. They had to use a immobilization, immobilization technique to spin the car out and disable it. Yeah, they ran him off the road. Basically, is what happened. Yeah. Carswell's 21. He's arrested for DUI fleeing, failing to maintain lanes, and following too closely. Now, 
So this kid was drunk at 4.30 in the afternoon. This was a Tuesday. A 4.30 on a Tuesday. That's old man behavior With right there. With his 17-year-old girlfriend he, in the car. Dude, he's too young to be drunk at 4.30 in the afternoon. That's not a good sign. Mm. Now, Thompson's sister, Lauren Pumpkin Shannon, who has sole custody of the reality star. That's right. The fat mama June doesn't have custody of this kid. <laughs> Story checks out. The Toddlers and Tierra alum has dated Carswell for two years, but has been mostly silent about her relationship outside of a few interviews. In one routine, Vogue, she reveals that Carswell might be her only friend because she doesn't trust people her age. She said, to be honest, I don't have many friends at all. She said, because I feel like folks are, are much like, oh, my God, I'm friends with the honey boo boo. She added, I don't trust nobody, so I don't have friends. Hold on a second. I think I have a, uh, an appropriate drop for that. Oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. Oh, are you too famous to have friends, honey boo boo? No. Poor thing. This kid's 21 years old. Yeah. She's 17. Right. Nobody else has seen the problem here. Well, it's funny because they do write in the article that people have a problem with that, but they say, honey boo boo says, the biggest problem is that she's dating a black person, which she's a very overweight woman. What choice does she have? I don't know why I would, would be upset about that. I, I wish I had my uh, <laughs> I wish I had my Christoph Waltz. Bingo! <laughs> so, let's hear what Mama June Shannon has to say, okay. shall we? She said, yes, I've met Jalen. They've been together for over a year. People need to realize that she's going to be 17. So, she's 16 now. No, she's 17. The mom I, said well, she's going what, to be 17 in August. Right. And Pumpkin and Josh were the same age. I think this interview was from a year ago. Okay. They say she's getting a lot of hate because she's an inner inner relationship, interracial relationship. He's older, but at the end of the day, Alana's not that six, seven year old child y'all fell in love with eleven years ago. She's grown up. She's been graduating high school next year, guys. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, and July Thompson told Entertainment Tonight that the two most uh, the two things everybody is always talking about is the age gap, and because he's black and I'm white, and we're an interracial couple. I don't care, she said, because like at the end of the day, my sister approves, his mom approves, and we're happy. So what haters got to say, I don't really care. Well, he's a grown-ass man who's drinking at 4 o'clock on a Tuesday and <laughs> driving the teenager around. <laughs> I'm going to call Creep on Draylon. I'm calling Creep on Draylon. All right. I can't argue with that. Can't argue with that one, buddy. Creep on Draylon. <laughs> Okay, Amanda's got a good one. Maybe he was illegally towing her. <laughs> All right, here's a fucking story for you. I read this one on the couch to my wife, and her jaw hit her chest. She's from Alabama. An Oklahoma mother married her daughter after you hit it off. Well, you're already family. She's like, I think we should start a family. We're really enough. You're my mom. We are a family. Already on her insurance. So they met two years ago. And a few years, Patricia Ansman, she's 45 years old, from Norman, Oklahoma, uh, the same town that Tiger uh, had his doing. Right. Tiger King. Tiger King. To the fellow that met her biological daughter, who's 26 years old, and she has a lovely name, Misty Velvet Dawn Span. She must also register as a sex offender after release from prison. Now, Span accepted the plea deal and was also sentenced to eight years on probation and fined $1,500. See, the problem with this, Vinny, marrying your daughter, 
is all it does is feed the people who are against gay marriage. That it was a slippery slope. Yeah. Oh, you're going to let them marry each other. Next thing you know, they'll be marrying the miles. be marrying their daughters. Like, all right, that's not, that's not what's happening here. You know, it's just gay people want to get married. Then this should happen. I'm like, all right, well, yeah, I guess they were right. Fuck. Fuck me then. That's insane. <laughs> so span accepted a plea deal and was also sentenced to eight years on probation. Like I said, the Duncan police department was informed of the incestuous marriage by an employee with the state department of human services. The employee found out about the marriage during a child welfare investigation. The mother and daughter wed in March 2016 after they reunited in 2014. Patricia had lost custody of Misty years before, but the two hit it off after reuniting. So she thought that she could get married because she was a horrible mom. She's like, look, I was never a good mom. I'm making up to her through scissoring. So how about I'll be a wife instead? Let's see how that works out. That's not a good excuse. The mother and daughter wed. Like I said, in March 2016, the marriage was annulled in October 2017 after the judge decided the mother had induced her daughter by fraud to enter the marriage. Span said she thought the marriage to her daughter was legal because she had lost custody of her and her two sons years ago. Yeah. And she's not listed on the birth certificate. That's, that's the funniest part right there. It's like, well, no, it's, it's still incest. As, as bad of a mom as you were, it's still Jesus incest to Christ. fuck your daughter, you idiots. Prosecutor said Span also married one of her sons oh, in right. 2008. All right. So, all right. Um, can we give her a show on TLC right now? What are we waiting for here? That marriage was annulled in 2010 due to incest. How come we, women, there's people who like will eat their couch and do all this like crazy shit. We put them right on television. This one was married two of her uh, kids and we're not focusing on this on its own reality show. Misty Spad pled guilty. To, I mean, do you know how awkward it is? Like, I'm just telling you something. Like, when you see an ex out in public, could you imagine <laughs> going to your family reunion and, like, the sister and the brother have yeah. to see their ex? Uh, so awkward. Misty Spad pled guilty to incest in November in exchange for probation. However, her plea was withdrawn when it was determined she had been given a deferred sentence, which is not allowed under the state law. So whatever. I can't believe that this happened. Twice. Yeah, this is a, a pretty insane story. What the fuck, Oklahoma? What anyway, in uh, related news, I will be producing a show called Oops, I Married My Son should be uh, should be a hit. That's uh, got to be a bad morning when you wake up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I got married. Mom, what are you doing here? <laughs> and then Oops, I Did It Again, the sequel. <laughs> Season two. Yep. <laughs> Let's go to Eaton, Ohio, shall we? A suburban Dayton, Dayton woman pled guilty Friday morning to murdering her 93-year-old grandmother. Mm. Now, Heidi Matheny faces 15 years of life when she's sentenced. The sheriff says the case returns to Preble County Collins courts next week. Here's what happened. She showed up to the police department and said, she walked right in and she says, I'm turning myself in. I killed my grandmother. The police asked her what happened. And she stated she held her breath in the sink until she stopped blowing bubbles. She. Yeah, she, she put her face into the sink. that's full of water. Then she drug her to the couch. Yep. She started blowing bubbles again. She started like coughing up water. Yeah. She's like, God damn it. She's not dead. So. She drove, took her to the bathtub and put her into the bathtub face down this time mm -hmm. and held her down until she stopped. She told detectives her grandmother's doctor needed to be uh, she needed to be in a nursing home, but they couldn't afford it. She said her grandmother was stressed out and had panic attacks almost every day 
and she didn't need to live like that. Well, she was having panic attacks because her granddaughter's gonna fucking well, murder yeah. her. This woman confessed so much information at a certain point. The detective's like, I didn't ask for your life story, hon. Sheesh, we got enough here. You're right, you're under arrest. Relax. And I would hate to be this woman's attorney. I'd love to see that conversation. You told the police what? The fuck is wrong with you? I can't do anything now. You're not helping your cause. Can you do me a favor and just start smearing shit all over your cell and yes, acting crazy? Right. Because it's all I got right now, honey. I, By the way, I blame this whole thing on lockdowns. This is Why? precisely what COVID-19 was designed to get rid of. Grandmas. And for some reason, all of these governors were like, oh, let's keep the grandmas in the house and protect them. And now look at what happens. They're annoying the shit out of people. Right. So let's see where she goes. She goes. According to the report, Heidi said, I just lost my shit. It's nothing that she did. She's not She's not bad. She's a perfect freaking grandma. She said she had grandmother by the hair and told detectives she's struggling and that she was strong, that she was able to overpower her and just hold her head under the sink. The detective asked her what her thought process was at the time. She said, maybe we could stop this. She said, no, she wanted, to be, she wanted her to be at rest. Like, this is pretty violent. Yes. Like, she grabbed this woman. This woman was struggling and obviously fighting for life because she starts coughing up water and stuff when she gets to the couch. And then she drags her to the tub and holds her up underwear, uh, holds her in there. She said she was facing up in the tub. So she was pushing her down by the chest and she kept floating back up to the top. And so by she the rolled way, her over. By the way, this grandma's been dead for a half an hour at this point, but she's throwing her in the tub and pushing her underneath. All of this is unnecessary. It really, this whole thing is <laughs> terrible. So then what she decided to do, and just another piece of stupidity, if your next plan was to go to the police station and turn yourself in, yeah, she decided to go out through the window so her neighbors wouldn't see her. Right. She didn't want any witnesses to this crime that she was about to, to go confess. confess that she did. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fucking idiots. The cops asked her if she planned this. She goes, no, but they did discuss this before. Whenever grandma was manic, she would tell me just to kill her. Well, old people say that shit all the time. Yeah. Take me now. Yeah. Fucking Olivia Soprano. Yeah. Stop being so fucking dramatic, Grandma. All right. Redwood City, California. A man who allegedly beheaded his mother, the mother of his baby with the samurai sword in San Carlos, appeared at court Wednesday. Shit. Jose Landetta is charged with murdering his ex-girlfriend, 27-year-old Karina Castro, in front of several witnesses outside of her home on September 8th, 2022. Landad is 33 and Castro, they got into a heated verbal argument over the custody of their one-year-old baby moments before the homicide. See, I think this is a fine way to settle dispute, but I would say you got to give her a shield or something because where's the sport in a sword fight with just one sword? Gladiator style is what we need here. Right. Folks. Give her a fighting chance, please. Okay, so... The people who watch this described it as a beheading. Yeah. <laughs> so ee, off with their head. The defendant attacked the victim with the samurai sword, slashing in numerous times, causing the victim's head to almost be severed. He put the bloody sword in Is his okay? car. No. Oh. His car was parked two blocks away. Now, buddy, buddy. You did it in front of a bunch of people. There's not a lot of hiding, yeah. but putting the murder Putting the fucking murder weapon back in your car. Right. Dragging it behind you for two blocks. 
Not smart. Just wiping it out of shirt, trying to clean the blood. <laughs> yeah, off. right. Not what smart. a dumb fuck. Now, I can't imagine what it would be like to be the neighbors for this shit. Like, who Pretty gets horrific. custody of the kid now? Uh, that's a good the question. Head, the torso. Who <laughs> yeah, gets custody? Prosecutors presented key pieces of evidence on Wednesday's hearing, including Instagram messages in which Landetta expressed anger at Castro and implied he intended to hurt her. Do we really need any more evidence other than these people are like, yeah, here's the samurai sword. Here's her head. Like, just drop her head on a table. Show him the sword. Yep. Show the jury the sword. Point at the guy who did you see the picture of him? Yes, I did. He was wearing the mask. He looks a lot like Belushi. And the samurai, the yeah. old uh, sa- I, samurai. I heard he was yelling cheeseburger, cheeseburger as he was uh, slicing your head off. A uh, big fan. So he's been locked in the San Mateo County Jail without bail since he was arrested the day after the homicide. Martin Castro said Lendetta deserves to be sentenced to death. I don't feel he should be continued breathing. I think the death penalty would be perfect for him. Did you see what his attorney said to the judge? What did his attorney say? He's trying to claim self-defense. Yeah. And the judge's response, I actually have it on my board here. (laughs) No, dude, no fucking way. That's going to be a tough one. It's going to be tough to uh, get him on self-defense. Oh, man. I just feel like this whole thing, this guy's never going to get out ahead. No, (laughs) I get it. It's never going to happen. But uh, that is this week's scum parade, ladies and gentlemen. All right. That was a lot of fun. I'm waiting for our new creep off review girl to join us. Is just not here yet. I, I she's not here yet. I'm waiting on her. Jessica, it's day one. You How gotta, are you going to be late day yeah, one to be, work? You got to be early on your first day of work. This is uh, this is horrifying. I say we cut her pay, Vinny. I I don't so, normally have these types of meetings on uh, on the air like this, but I hate to be the one to do it, but it's going to have to happen. Yeah, this is very disappointing. Hey, Carl, guess where'd she learn her work ethic from? Tony from Hack the Movies. It must be. Hey, did I tell you who we have booked for this Wednesday's bonus episode? No, who do we got for this Wednesday? Our boy Husey's coming on. Oh, everyone loves Husey. Everybody <laughs> loves Husey. That'll be great. I, of all the people that you've ever had on WATV, I feel like he's a very good fit for the creep off. I agree with you on that. I feel like he's a good fit. Him, Lorenzo, Ariola. I would have those guys on those bonus episodes a lot. They I'm are surprised some- you and Husey haven't started doing a wrestling spinoff show yet. He doesn't want me. No? You're the, you and Cardiff are the two suckers that got saddled with me. That's true. Carrying around all this dead weight. <laughs> I, w- I wish. <laughs> the problem is <laughs> all that weight's alive. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all right. What's happening? Are we uh, new, uh, are we I guess not. Our review girl? I, I guess. I told her to be ready around this time, so. Uh, folks, we still have a position open for a review girl. Apparently. apparently yeah. So anybody want to be the review girl? <laughs> Does anybody want to be the creep? Hey, hey there's there Jessica. <laughs> Jessica. Wow. Uh, Barely uh, got it in time. Wow. I, know, I don't know what's wrong. You almost can lost you hear your me? job. Yeah, we can hear you fine. Perfect. Yeah. Because this microphone is not working. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> how are we hearing you? Uh, my camera microphone. Oh, good. The magic of the internet. Yeah. So if it sounds like shit, I apologize. Hello. Uh, we're used to the review girl sounding like shit anyway. So this Perfect. is uh, Jessica. Welcome to the creep. Off. Welcome to the creep. Thank off. you. Jessica, big fan. You. Big fan. Now you do some stuff with hack the movies from what I understand. Is that yes. that's true? What yes, do you do I, with uh, those guys? 
for I was the former editor, but the company we work for moved us me to the gaming stuff. But I'm still part of like the show. I host from time to time. Or not host. Tony hosts. I co-host. Okay. About time. All right. So folks, you can check out Jessica's other show, Hack the Movies. Not today though. So you're yeah, no. a big true crime fan though. Yes. I I scare everybody with my true crime knowledge because I'm a white you know. girl. All right. So first interview question for this job, even though you already have it is if you were going to murder Carl, how would you do it? Good question. Oh, why would I? Say you haven't that? thought about this? No, I'm shocked. You don't have an answer. I don't, I don't like murder. I like oh, listening okay. about murder. Oh, you want to hear me tell you how I do it? Well, I want sure, to know co-workers who I've made fun of multiple times. How would they do it? <laughs> <laughs> they might have an answer. All right, so we asked you to find some of our reviews on yes. our uh, on our YouTube or on our iTunes and our Spotify. Um, are people saying good things about the creep off? I mean, they're leaving five stars, <laughs> so well, I'll there take you that. go. It's pretty good. I all pulled right. up five different reviews. They're all pretty short, and they go back to like October. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, so That's... the first one we have five stars from. Buzzy138 from Apple Podcasts. Uh, pure garbage. I don't know how anybody can listen to this crap. And hey, we still five got stars. Five, yeah, we and we got, got five, five stars. stars. Yeah. Fuck you. Very good. <laughs> USA. We, we, do we have a rule on this show? You're supposed to shit on us? I don't think we did. I yeah, think, say nice things about say us. Say nice things about us on this show. I, I think one of you guys did say, because I've, I've listened to every episode, one yes. of you guys did say, leave five stars, and you can say whatever you want. Oh, okay. Okay. Next that's Jessica's a creep off historian. She's not just our review girl. I've She's also here. Listened because I love it. Thank you. Yeah, I used to listen to all the other true crime shows that you put on, like to what is it? The Who Are These Creepos? And now yeah, we've replaced them. them. Yeah. See, this is a uh, creep off success story right here. Yeah. I I don't know why I love it so much. I just do. No. This, why Why are you saying that? You love it because it's amazing. I love it because it's. I, I love. I love. I know it's weird that I like your guys' show, but I do. I don't know why. I can't figure I it know, out. I don't. I don't know why. I'm going to answer Jim Jones. Are these iTunes reviews? Yes, they are. Please leave us a review if you haven't. We do appreciate it. Yes. Yes. So next one, five stars from Dee Day in via Apple Podcast. Bad show. I don't like it. <laughs> oh Christ! That's a five star too. Yeah, five star. They all all the ones I picked <laughs> yeah. are all five stars. All right, all, right. Okay. all, all well, people have been leaving are five stars. Keep going. Keep I, going. I'll take them. Yeah. But I mean, I'm just waiting for someone to say something redeeming about us, Carl. Holy <laughs> shit! Nothing's gonna happen. This next one's not gonna be good. Uh, five stars. OMG, Ricky Martin, Apple Podcast. Horrible. Vinny is fat. Carl has club feet. Lick, lick, lick my balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a pretty funny review. I like that one. I, uh, simple and sweet. I Five like anyone who, who critiques a podcast and goes, I don't know, the host is fat. I don't fat, know. I don't know fat host, and you should see his the other one's feet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one. This one is pretty okay. Five stars from Busy Mania Apple Podcast. Great to listen to on a long drive, such as one from Rochester to Gary, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a good one. Thank you, sir. And last one I have is five stars from Chris 111 Apple Podcast. And Chris, the instead of an I, it's a one. Following orders only gave five stars because Carl told me I had to. 
Very good. Thank you. People are listening to you, Carl. I appreciate it. Don't yeah. fucking know why, but they Let's do. Let's get more reviews so we have uh, stuff for Jessica to read to us now that we have yeah. our own review girl here on the creep off. Jessica, um, if Carl does anything inappropriate, you can report <laughs> it to HR. What, are, what do you mean <laughs> I do if something's inappropriate? I'm just kidding. Tiberius has a question for Jessica. He does. So, Jessica, did you did you work or do you work for Screenwave? Yeah, I work for Screenwave. Cool. Very I work cool. For, um, in their retroware department. Very cool. Now I got to meet Jessica when I made a trip down to uh, to Philly. Yes. And well, what, uh, what was the movie? It was the Howard Stern. Yes, we did movie. Private Parts Private with Parts. Uh, Tony from Hack the Movies. Yep. And uh, we'll be in Philly next month. Hopefully, you can uh, join us at the live show. I hope so. All right. April is a mystery yeah. to me right now. So I can we'll I can send you a link to buy some tickets. Perfect. <laughs> yes. <Live>. show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Jessica. Well, thank you for joining us today. Thank and you for uh, we'll me. see you. We'll hope to see you a lot, folks. Leave your reviews. We'll get a lot more of Jessica in the future. Jessica, can you throw out a plug? What's your social media if you want to plug it? Uh, Let Twitter, everybody know where to find you. Twitter, Instagram, just daydreaming. But it's JSS daydreaming, all one word. And right. on YouTube, too. And also hack the movies from time to time. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, our review girl, Jessica. Thanks, Jessica. See Thank you soon. You. All right. We have a review girl now. Look at that. I didn't think it was going to happen. I can't even believe it. She She's, came through. That's a real person, too. Wow. And they like, and she likes the show. That's Listen, I thought crazy. she was lying to me when I met her, but apparently she wasn't. So there okay. you go. Who knows? She's a good egg. But that's the end of this week's show. We'll see you on Wednesday. All of you bonus content subscribers, those of you subscribed to us on Patreon, Supercast, or Backed.by, thank you for your support. And to the rest of you, we'll be back next Monday. Carl. Jen says, best review girl so far. She doesn't annoy me yet. There you go. Close your reviews for you. That's a five-star review from <laughs> Jen. Oh, yeah. Jessica's getting the, the good reviews now. Five-star review for Jess. All right. Now, uh, I said it, Carl. It's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gagia. Didn't we read the super chats? Oh, do we have more? I don't know. Christina's saying that we got to read the super chats. I thought we I thought we hit them all. I did, too. I'm looking yeah. here. All right. Yeah, I mean, we, if you want to give us more, we'll read them. Yeah. If you want to give us more super chats right now, we'll read them. Right. But I also kind of want to go home. All right. Yeah, I got to go. I gotta, I'm got. i doing a Ray DeVito show on the Shuley Network at 3 p.m. I believe that's live on YouTube, the Shuley Network. Check it out. Good gear. <laughs> mm.